everyone welcome to the podcast and this is the co-host tushar with eugene on this podcast we will be discussing the approach to take towards various things in running as a sport and we will also be discussing couple of things that goes into actual coaching that uh, we use uh, to train an athlete so uh, that's about a quick podcast introduction and uh, i'll quickly give you my introduction who am i and what i exactly do so being an athlete myself i have been educating myself researching and coaching um uh, in the endurance space specifically into triathlon and running and also some part of the fitness uh, from past 5 to 6 years and i have worked with athletes all around the globe i specialize in the movement of the sport and i have always believed that coaching is much much more to do with just a training plan and the socialization aspect of it So that's about my introduction and I'll quickly hand it over to you Eugene to give you uh, a quick introduction about yourself. Uh thanks Tusha. Hi everyone. So my name is Eugene Lee uh from Singapore and just to bring forward to the table, uh I come forward with close to more than two decades of experience uh coaching development athletes as well as performance athletes um, both in triathlon as well as in endurance sport. Um midway through my career I've also ventured into the fitness industry whereby primarily I'm now doing a lot of education and I focus a lot on the applied um sense whereby regardless of whether you're an athlete educator or someone with an interest in endurance sport or movement um that's where I come in so it's really exciting to see all of you here and let's get started with the podcast Uh okay so you in I just wanted to ask about uh, the next question that uh how do you ensure uh, that running stays enjoyable what are your thoughts on that um uh, that's a that's a very good question um i think there's a couple of number of components when we're talking about ensuring that running stays uh, enjoyable um first and foremost i think what helps to keep someone really motivated and enjoying running itself is really looking at goals so now many a times uh we talk about setting goals um but sometimes these goals might not be properly crafted or maybe we don't really give enough uh thought into planning for the goals itself so i'm sure many of you out there have heard of um setting goals One of the simplest ways to set goals would be to use the acronym of SMART. And for those of you who haven't heard what SMART goals are, it just simply means that uh, S means a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound. Okay, and these will help you to really identify where you want to head to. Now, um. goals should also be taken in consideration it can be measurable whereby we measure by a number it can also be outcome driven that means it's not necessarily only about volume or time it can just be something that impacts your life entirely so these are things that you want to actually look at uh, especially when you're setting goals i think this is a very interesting topic we can probably do a standalone podcast on goals uh but my i just add that um it's really important for us to nail down why you want to run or if there's something deep inside that uh, you want to achieve and running is going to help you achieve that so um 
when we don't have clear goals, what I find is um, we start following the friend next to you or a social group. And that's how I think after time, uh, sometimes people find it a bit monotonous or they are they lose interest or motivation. And because originally the, they had no real goals, but just was more of a social thing, um, running can actually then become less enjoyable. So you might just want to think about that uh, when we are talking about keeping it uh, good for long term. Now, having said that as well, I, I mentioned just now about being social. I think, don't get me wrong, uh, it's very important that uh, as human beings, we all need this social space. Uh, so COVID was a great example. Uh, the world shut down for two and a half years and I think people were just craving uh, to run with friends or hang out with friends or even uh, take part in a running event. Um, so that's a social element. So yes, um, being social as well, one of your goals of being social uh, can also be part of an outcome in your goals. So it helps to, again, motivate you and keep it enjoyable. And, and I believe a lot of recreational runners out there and any of you on this podcast, uh, you might already be running with a couple of friends or a group and you will find there's a lot of um, not just running, but uh, there's friendship. There's a good uh, food sessions after that. Everyone's enjoying yourself. And so that's one very important element to consider. Now, on the opposite end, um, I also think sometimes uh, we run and some of you out there, if you, uh, f- you can feel this, uh, we run because we don't want to be social. <laughs> so... I am an example when I get out on the road, I actually don't want to meet people I know. I just want to find my own running trail, head out, um, put some good music on and just uh, be in my own bubble. So I find a lot of enjoyment doing that. Uh, There is no distractions. Uh, I've got my, my favorite music on. I'm able to do a brain dump, meaning that uh, I actually think of a lot of creative and innovative things while I'm running on my own. And uh, once I'm done my run, I get back to reality and I actually feel much better. So some of you out there may actually be, do- be doing that as well. And that's perfectly fine. And in this case, yeah, that's an outcome for me because I need my own space and um, running gives me that. So that's one example. All right. Um, some other things to consider as well would be, and this is very common, is uh, while running, uh, is to actually stay injury free. And um, this is definitely one of the topics, uh, Tusha. Uh, I think we'll be speaking on this later on. Um, however, but we're talking about being running or running injury free takes into consideration many factors. So um, I know out there, uh, people talk about the type of shoes, they talk about the amount of volume and intensity, uh, they talk about running technique. Um, I personally think that it's a combination of a myriad of these factors all integrated together, and it's important to address them, whether on your own accord or work with a professional. So this could be a coach, it could be a biomechanist, it could be a therapist, um, and it's very, very important to stay injury-free. Now, the interesting fact about running is that although it is such a simple activity, which can be done by most the majority of population, it has also one of the highest injury rates. Um, and that's uh, really interesting. Uh, why do we 
get injured uh, when when running seems so natural. So uh, food for thought. Yeah, and having said that as well, I think one of the other points, um, apart from injury, is also to understand um, that in order to to fuel your new hobby or recreation activity of running, uh, we need to take in consideration about uh, nutrition as a whole. Um, again, this is not well addressed, especially in Asia, where, yes, we talk a lot about carbohydrates, protein, and fat, but... There are very few resources out there that really addresses how to balance nutrition uh, with a normal lifestyle. And now in this instance, with your newfound activity running. Um, some of us actually find that, uh, oh, I'm, I'm actually going to run because I want to lose weight. And uh, on top of that, I'm going to try to implement a new diet. Uh, this could be any of the popular fat diets out there. And and we assume that by combining your new activity uh, with nutrition or one of these diets, uh, there is a particular outcome you're looking at. But more often than not, it usually runs into issues. Uh, and there is not just a physical um, impact to your running. Uh, there's also actually an emotional and psychological impact to running. And so when you aren't able to balance uh, your activity, in fact, regardless any activity, uh, with a, a good nutrition plan, I think this is where... Um, it can be quite detrimental as well. So more often than not, I don't think a lot of people talk about that, but that's an important point I think you might want to consider as well. Uh, good nutrition should be a part of your um, knowledge before you embark into running, regardless of the distance. So what do you think, Tusha? Um, do you think that's good enough uh, to give uh, these following reasons as um, to be able to enjoy your running? Uh, yeah, I, I uh, agree with the most of the points uh, that are discussed by Eugene here. And yeah, uh, so basically, yeah, uh, the goal setting that goes, uh, we just talked about, uh, okay, the smart goal setting method is one of the kind of method which is majorly being used in the uh, endurance community for setting up different different goals okay that's all together maybe a different topic we will not go over much into that but yeah uh, the goals uh, should be set it right and uh, basically it should not be like your goals are very unrealistic so that you are just focusing or emphasizing much on your uh, running and that is actually over bombarding your lifestyle because of that uh, which which actually make uh, your running not enjoyable. So uh, just ensure that you are setting some realistic goal. And what important point I have to make here is uh, uh, we also have discussed in uh, one of the previous questions about the intent for running. So intent for running is uh, the thing that will help you in setting the right goals here. So... That's one point. Uh, another point was uh, kind of the socialization and so solace, uh, 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 which which actually goes uh, somewhat in the combination. Like, uh, yeah, there are some people who just like to uh, run inside the group. They need some people around it. After that, they need some fun and all. Uh, that that's completely okay. That's uh, not. Uh, we do not say that it is a bad and it is much needed. 
but then uh, uh, as Eugene said, I am on the same line. So I do not even carry my mobile while running, and I do not even go or much. I do not usually connect with the people when I go into the run because I am not able to connect with myself. What I tend to do is like I just like to focus on my um, on my rhythm, breathing, and there are different different movement patterns that we are going to be following in the running. So I uh, like to focus on them rather than on and maybe enjoy myself. Sometimes I have a bad habit like I just think it's off or talk to myself. Like these are some very habits, but yeah. They, they make uh, the things enjoyable. You may go uh, to some scenic places to run. So that might add you and uh, good extra enjoyable thing. And uh, yeah, so it's just like it, it depends upon your priorities that what uh, whether you need a socialization or whether you need the solace. But what we uh, will tell you is that keep running enjoyable, but also focus on uh, what are the things that are you needed to be focused during the run. So it should not like you are just uh, chatting with a friend and friend and those are uh, some of the things that you need to observe during your run. You are just ignoring them. Just do not do that. Because that is going to be making a lot of uh, impacts on your body and your technique might suffer out of that and then you get injured out of that. Next point was uh, going to be, I think, uh, staying injury-free. Uh, and uh, I think, yeah, the staying injury-free is uh, the most crucial part here because if you want to enjoy your activity, you should be injury-free. Because if you are injured, what happens usually is... Uh, let's say you develop an IT band syndrome you just uh, do not realize it and you tend to run at some point of time you're going to break down and then you need to sit at home for some couple of days or maybe I'm not sure if it is severe then more than that as well so it depends like uh, just make it and listen to your body uh, make it injury free focus on your technique and make it enjoyable uh, because if you are injury free, you are gonna enjoy that activity much, much more than just uh, bombarding your body with uh, just volumetric training or maybe unnecessarily intensifying your training, right? So uh, that was the one point. And another uh, point we discussed also is the nutrition. So another crucial point, which I will say is, also very much important in order to remain the injury free as well because uh, nutrition provides uh, various nutrients which are actually being um, used up during your running and you just fill them up so it's like you are drinking a glass of water you are just emptying that glass and then you are just filling it up okay so this filling it up is nothing but your nutrition that comes during the entire day or maybe it's like post run, whatever it is. So just uh, give give it a time. Like uh, what I'll say is one of the points I uh, remember that I especially feel. Um, let's say um, you are running and you are socializing in your group and uh, going there. So just try to carry somewhat of carryable food. Maybe with that you can uh, like maybe a protein shake or maybe a bar or something which can give you a um, 
give you a good amount of nutrients after your immediate activity within 30 to 45 minutes and uh, that can replace it with 4 to 1 or maybe 3 to 1 whatever it is depending upon your requirement so uh, that can also make you on the uh, nutrition front covered on uh, covered on the nutrition front as well and you are also going to be socializing and enjoying with your friends after that so you're taking care of both right so there are uh, different different things like that and yeah i think uh that is how you make your running enjoyable okay so uh tusha just just one good question for everyone or listeners out there um what do you think in your personal opinion is the best way to begin a running routine and i think uh with the majority of our listeners uh based from india um yeah how does how does that go about in your opinion tell us uh yeah that's a good question actually uh okay so to start with the running routine there are uh different uh options that you can take uh maybe initially whenever someone someone is coming to running they maybe find a good friend of theirs their community or maybe a family uh who lives near wide area and uh they can go together with them or even if uh, they do not have uh, okay there are some uh, areas uh, which do not have access to good roads or basically a good surfaces what i will say so there comes uh, like most of the indian cities are getting concrete uh, roads nowadays and it is not advisable daily or maybe even regularly running on these uh, concrete kind of purposes you just have to mix and match those surfaces so what i'll say is even if you feel that uh, you are not having a good kind of a roads or infrastructure and maybe that you can even go with the treadmill running that's uh, another option it's not like that some people think that treadmill running is not uh, kind of a natural thing or it just changes the things lots but then uh see whenever you train on a treadmill the things uh changes differently i know but then you have to tweak your training uh, a bit maybe uh, whenever you are training uh, on a treadmill and that is where actually coaches can help you out or maybe even some experts uh, that you are taking help can help you out uh but yeah these two uh, uh, are the uh, first option whenever someone is coming very fresh uh and then uh you also have to consider doing a progression of a run walk and do not uh look at others and just directly start running because what will happen is uh if you start running even for a 5 minute continuously you will just uh feel like you are getting exhausted too early and that will actually demotivate you so rather than what i'll suggest is you take a good amount of maybe you just start if you're not confident start with a brisk walking and then slowly go towards running uh and then make a run walk run uh, kind of a interval kind of a progression and then slowly build that progression towards your entire maybe 5 minutes of continuous run 10 minutes of continuous run that kind of a thing so that will help you a lot and then uh, in between uh, walk and run you also can include a jog 
so jog uh, okay now let me comment here uh, most of the people think that jog is also a run so that is not actually jog is a very much different thing and run is a very much different thing uh because in in the jogging your movement uh, movement differs a lot um and jogging can easily be done in and around different uh, uh small circular parks which you can see but then in the running uh, there is kind of a fast running which you cannot really do in uh, uh small parks which are regularly uh you are going in uh, a small kind of a circular uh, motion that you are doing you are doing a sprinting you are doing intervals that is uh, not uh being handled into the jockey so it's a kind of a different thing i'll say another thing is uh like uh, as we have discussed uh once you just uh start progressing from run walk just uh start like a continuous run and uh once you get a hang of uh, at a continuous run let's say you are running 5 minutes of continuous now you can uh build a run walk uh, progression around that 5 minutes because you can now run 5 minutes continuously now going next you can try to run maybe for 6 to 7 minutes continuously and build uh, your continuous running likewise like uh, maybe you can build it 5 minutes 10 minutes 20 and then 30 so keep it a uh, 30 minutes uh of goal initially that you have to reach to 30 minutes and it is okay like uh, some people get a plan uh of reaching a 30 minutes within a 8 weeks but sometimes it is not possible ideally uh what i would say rather than going for such plans rather than just focus on your technique uh learn to move right uh basically because what that will happen is uh, let's compare if you are training uh, if you're not training for any sport or if you are coming freshly to running okay uh, then uh, whenever you are coming to uh, run and you do not know the movement that is happening inside the running okay and then you keep on running 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 okay now that uh, teaches the wrong movement pattern and your brain learns that okay once your brain learns that you will keep on repeating that same movement uh, pattern over and over the years and over and over the month and that is going to be uh, very disastrous for your body to get injured very easily because uh, uh, most of those uh, heel strike and everything that comes and most of the injuries are because people do not know how to move during the running so what i'll say is uh, just try to do as much as movement patterning or uh, kind of uh, what i'll say to simplify in the layman uh, term it's just a uh, uh, kind of a running drills that you have to do uh, uh, with the help of any uh, qualified coach or maybe a biomechanist or um, uh, a relevant person so uh, basically what these uh, will do is that will teach your body a uh, kind of a right movement pattern that you have to follow inside the running and then you just slowly build all those run walk progressions and all the different things and then uh, it's not like you just have to do the drills uh, entirely on the time for initial couple of weeks but what i'll say is just uh, 
start with initial week or two weeks maybe to learn those movements and then slowly start with your run walk progression so that will help you a lot uh because then you are going to incorporate the right movement as well and uh, you are going to incorporate that progression as well there so i think uh that is what i will say how one can begin a uh, uh, running routine in uh in and around india what i'll say uh whatever the gaps i have seen um and yeah one of the most important point i uh i have to emphasize here in terms of indian community uh because uh indian roads are not that safe uh as compared to uh the roads outside india like uh, in any other countries because uh uh having usen as in singapore so there are different parks there to uh, run and cycle and i think uh, there are different european countries as well who have that accessibility but in india we do not have that we have to run sometimes during the traffic roads or maybe when uh, if you go uh, during early hours you know it's like traffic is less but you never know when there are vehicles and you are not sure about it so what i am say is most people when start running just uh, start listening to music because according to me that is uh, uh, not correct way to do uh, but it is very subjective as i told that it is uh, not suitable for indian roads because uh, you might not hear about uh, if someone is coming from behind and you don't know he is keeping his uh, giving you a horn and you are not sure then accidents might happen right so that is the reason why i uh, emphasize on this point uh, especially to the beginners who do not know uh, about this thing so yeah i think these are the points which i'll say uh, to begin a running routine so uh, what do you think uh, eugen uh, what are do you agree with this and do you have any other deep points uh, to add Ah, uh, Kusha, thanks for that. I think that's really interesting. Uh, I think one of my biggest takeaways from from what you mentioned is a little bit on the safety and cultural differences we have uh, from where you are and where I am. Um, that aside, I think uh, your points just made me think a little bit about uh, run walk. Um, this is again my opinion. I feel um, walking tends to be underrated. Um, it It is a very good way for any of you, regardless of whether you are a seasoned runner or a total beginner, to include walking as part of your programming. So um, I I have worked with uh, um, much higher level runners as well, and uh, we do incorporate a bit of walking as well into our routine, especially for some of the days that require a bit of recovery. um and also getting a bit of aerobic work in so it's i i know it's a little unique but uh my opinion is don't underestimate walking itself uh one of the things also we found that uh with walking and how it complements running and this is for those of you who are a little more serious in running uh is that uh you tend to build um more strength in your shin muscles so making it more robust and stronger shin muscles actually help you prevent a very common running injury known as uh, shin splints so uh, that's that's something i think uh, i hope uh, 
you guys might want to just pick it up a bit. Um, I think your other point on uh, running correctly. So uh, this is uh, one of our biggest topics and this is what we're going to be doing one of these days. And this is going to be one of uh, our future events, uh, Tusha. We're going to be running um, in India, which is about running correctly. So um, again, there are many schools of thoughts of how do you even run right. Now, uh, there are fundamental movement patterns as human beings we should all observe. And when we talk about running right, uh, it's again not just working with any coach or any sports scientist because everyone is different. And when I talk about this being different, it's not just your anthropometry measurements. So we all have different limb length or heights or whatsoever. It's also additional environment factors that will impact the way you run, and the way you learn how to run right. So uh, a lot of reasons uh, that come into play, and I'm just going to leave you guys hanging a little bit. For those of you especially who come from a corporate background and spend the majority of your time in front of the desk, that helps set you up for disastrous posture, and it's definitely one of the biggest causes of uh, dysfunctional movement patterns and running and eventually leading into injuries. So, um, yeah, it's again, as, as we both agree, we it's very important to learn how to run right. But there are actually many other facets to consider when we're talking about running right. Um, that's it. That's pretty good input, Tusha. I think uh, I've learned a bit of a cultural difference, uh, both in the terms of environment and safety. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's a good one. Okay, so uh, to conclude, what we discussed is about uh, reasons for why people ran, and we also spoke about uh, how to get started, what are the things that are needed to start it, and uh, we also discussed different ways uh and what are the best ways to just start your running routine uh whenever you are maybe even sometimes beginner runner or even if you are experienced runner you can tweak that routine somewhat like that so these are the points that we discussed and uh, we are concluding our first podcast here uh at these four points and uh if you just like this podcast just share it with your friends so that it can reach uh, more people uh, to uh, emphasize on uh, and understand and learn from most of the points that we have discussed uh, here. And also leave a comment if you have any questions on any points that we have discussed so that uh, we would be happy to answer your questions, uh, whatever you have. in our next podcast, we will be discussing about a goal setting and managing expectations in your newfound running activity. So uh, just stay tuned. We will be soon back. And uh, lastly, I am just launching my fresh new running technique program, uh, which is the ultimate running technique uh, program, which I uh, have been conducting for a while. But uh, now I am relaunching the batches for it. I will be conducting online uh, face-to-face group and as well personal uh, face-to-face sessions. uh, Those who are required, you can just uh, go over to my website, sculptingyoustrong.com and you will find uh, details under the services. Or you can just uh, leave a comment on here and I can get back to you on that. 
So with that, we are concluding our podcast and thank you and see you.